Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Let's get into this story. Uh, it was a podcast today with several of the ESPN reporters. Uh, it's Brian Winhorst podcast, The Hoop Collective. And he had Ramona Shelburne on and uh, Dave McMiniman, who covers the Lakers for ESPN. And um, Ramona, who's plugged in, she said this. Uh, why, like, the Lakers didn't make a trade at the deadline. She said, my interpretation was that the Lakers front office and ownership, the Lakers organization from ownership on down, decided you guys got yourself into this. This is the bed that you made. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, all of the future Hall of Famers. This was your choice of roster and team. Go make it work. And we are not going to mortgage our future in terms of draft picks or taking on luxury tax now because this team isn't working yet. Go make it work. So according to Ramona, this was Jeannie Buss, Kurt Rambis, Linda Rambis, Rob (laughs) Palenka, putting the foot down. LeBron, no, you wanted this. Now make it work. And I, Ramona is a, does a great job reporting. But, Rob, I'm crying hogwash. I'm crying hogwash. I, I think I'm in your camp on this. Go ahead. What could they have done? I mean, let's not, let's not bury the lead. There weren't a ton of trades out there. Okay, they could have given up Russell Westbrook for John Wall, and it would have been Russell Westbrook in their 2027 first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, that's their only, that's their next first round pick that they can give up. And so they wanted to keep that. Okay, fine. But that was really it. Nobody was beating the door down for Taylor Horton Tucker or Kendrick Nunn. And even if they had made a move, if you get John Wall, how much better? It, you know, it makes you maybe a little better. Maybe it's addition by subtraction. But as we saw the other night, it, Russell isn't the only issue. He's one of the major ones, right? Not the only issue. And I just think that if – let's, let's assume, though, it's true that the front office and ownership stood up to these players. Well, it's a little late for that. I've been saying it, Rob. I've been saying it all year. Oh, you can talk about LeBron. Oh, he wanted Westbrook. He had the powwow with Russ. He's the one that built this team. Rob Palinka is the GM. Jeannie Buss is the owner. LeBron James is under contract for a few more years. You can take his input. You can listen to his opinion. But at the end of the day, the call is yours. And if you go with what he said over what you wanted to do, 
then it's still your fault. LeBron could have picked Westbrook up, driven him to the Crypto.com arena to meet with Rob Palink and said, this is the guy I want. That would have been tampering, but still. And you still can stand up and say, well, that's nice, LeBron, but you know what? I think what's best for our team is this. That's what Pat Riley did, and LeBron won two championships with that franchise, and he's never been able to win two with another franchise. And so, Rob, I'm again, if this report is true, which I have my doubts, then this is just an example of what I said should have been done and why LeBron is ultimately not the final person to blame. You can blame him for, for thinking he could make it work when he couldn't, for wanting a guy that wasn't a good fit, and everybody saw it. But at the end of the day, it was ownership and the front office call, and they went with Westbrook. So ultimately, they're to blame. All right, I, we, we, that's where we'll part on that. We'll part there, but I agree with you that there wasn't much to do. There was no big trade out there, and if they had to take on – it's the Lakers. They have the money to pay any luxury tax. Chris, if they really felt they had a chance to make swing a deal and make the team better and give right. themselves a chance to win a championship – I don't doubt that for one minute. So I have a problem with the idea like there was some deal out there that they passed on because they wanted to rub LeBron's nose in it. I I just don't buy it. Right. I I don't buy that. They're about winning, Chris, and about making money and making a playoff run, right? And all the other stuff that goes with it. So why would they be in, 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 in that vein if there was a trade on the table? Right? Right, right. All your trades. It's now, easy to say that when you ain't got no trades. Right. <laughs> I, right, I, right. There was, other than John Wall, is that what we really we want right. to take them? We're going to take the same issue. He ain't even playing right. for the Rockets, and we're going to take John Wall and then have to give up a first-round pick? I, right. I'm not doing that. Was John Wall playing and averaging 35, Chris, and <laughs> playing great? Right, exactly. That might be a different trade. Exactly. Uh, so, I'm so I'm I'm with you on that. That that part is sketchy to me. And and like you said, she does a great job. I'm not sitting here ripping her reporting. It just doesn't sound right. Um, but I I hear you about them standing up to LeBron, Chris. But that's just not how these people work nowadays. They're they're afraid of the players. The players well, have some way are. more. No, Again, they, they, I said Pat Riley. Yeah, now, Pat Riley he's was different. on a different plateau. Right. Uh, he's on on a different footing. Like, you know, he's won. He's made. Uh, and, and He's and, a legend in the league. Yeah, he's a legend in his own right. right. Like, like, like the front office and the ownership, I'm sorry, of the Lakers. They don't have that kind of standing, you know. So, But I you think, don't think they could? I mean, heck, Rob Palenka to some degree, ran out Magic Johnson. Now, granted, Magic doesn't play anymore, but you talk about a legend. Yeah, but I think, I don't know if it was really him, because I always still felt like Magic left. You remember he wanted to get rid of um, uh, the coach who went to Sacramento and just uh Yeah, Luke, Luke Walton. Luke Walton. Remember, he wanted to do that, and then it was like she really liked Luke, and then uh, it looked like there was a power struggle over him. And then I just think Magic felt like, okay, I'm the GM or whatever, and and I can't even get rid of the coach. But you that's know what I point. mean? They stood up to him. Yeah. You stand and, and up I, to Mr. Laker? 
Yeah, but he ain't playing now. It's still a little different, and you got LeBron. I just think LeBron has more power than you're being honest about. Like, no, I think he has the power. But my, I I agree. I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. saying Ultimately, at the end of the day. You still can stand up to him. That's I, all I I'm get saying. what you're saying, but Chris, would you will acknowledge that a lot of a lot of these front office people won't do it to these players? No, they, I they agree. Won't. Agree. Agree. But but that's why I'm saying whose fault is that? I mean, it's hard to blame a player or it, human beings do that. They want to take as much as they can get. And if you're going to allow me to have power beyond my standing or beyond my title, most people are going to take it. Well, but it's say, on your you leadership an, you to say, inch, right, take a, I'm going to take a yard. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, most people, if you give them that power, they're going to do it. But it's up to – that's why you have leadership to say, no, this isn't the route we're going. So, um, but, yeah, I, I, I ultimately, Rob, we agree that – here's the other thing about the Lakers. We're not going to mortgage our future. The Lakers have never been about building through the draft. Let's just really go back. You know, when they won it, Wilt Chamberlain was a free agent. Well, not a free agent, but a trade. So he wasn't like a homegrown person, and they won. he won the title, of course, with Jerry West. and uh, Well, Elgin retired, but Gail Goodrich and all that in 72. Uh, Kareem was a trade. You know, Magic, somehow they got the top, was it the Magic number one or number two pick? Number one pick, I believe. Somehow they got him, even though they, they still were a pretty good team. That, that was a had, weird. It was some sort of trade yeah. that they had lucked into, Chris, because right. they never, they shouldn't have. Right, right. And they did it again when they got James Worthy, and Magic was the first pick. They did it again when they got James Worthy. Right? A few years later. But that wasn't, I wouldn't call that building through the draft. I would call that, you know, they were fortunate to get those picks. They had a great team. The team wasn't built through the draft because the hub was Kareem. And then they go get Shaq after Showtime's over, right? Free agent. They trade for Kobe through the draft. They trade for Powell. LeBron's a free agent. AD is a trade. You see what I'm saying? Like, the last time they tried to do it through the draft, they had Lonzo and Kuzma and Brandon uh, Ingram. And six years and so, of no yeah. playoffs. Right. So this whole thing about building through the draft, mortgage in the future, stop it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. But before we get to those things, we are going to go to the NFL and a bombshell report today about the Dallas Cowboys and how they paid they paid out $2.4 million to four Dallas Cowgirls or Cowboy cheerleaders uh, for 
sexual harassment accusations. Rob G, give us explain this thing in a little detail for us. Yeah, so this goes back to 2015. Now, according to the cheerleaders, a former Cowboys exec, um, Mr. Dalrymple, I think it's Rick Dalrymple. I think it's, Who was there for decades. Was there for decades, 30 plus years in Dallas. 2015, he allegedly took his cell phone out and recorded them in the locker room while they were undressing. Mm. Now, according to the Cowboys, they said at the time they did a thorough investigation. They found no evidence of wrongdoing or that he even recorded the women at all. However, they still felt the need to pay off the $2.4 million. Yeah, they just gave away money, Rob G, just because yeah. they just felt like, why not, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and his name is Rich, not Rick. Rich, Richard Richard, Dow. Richard, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then another person, or excuse me, a longtime Cowboys fan, also alleged, I don't know if it was included in this same settlement, that he was taking upskirt photos with his cell phone of that, a different executive that female. That was... That, I mean, it's all, well, go ahead and finish, because I want to get to that. Well, last but not least, you know, obviously you would think he'd get let go or suspended in any kind of way when that happened. No, he actually continued working after the settlement was paid out for several years, and then he retired. When he retired, let's just take this over what you will, the Cowboys did not thank him, did not address him in any official capacity. He just kind of left. And he retired. He should have been fired. Well, but they, here's the issue. They let him work for him for six more years after these accusations Correct. and after the payment. Yep. And then he only got or he only resigned once ESPN started doing an investigation, right? Correct. Yep. And started asking questions. So it wasn't about they they were going to fire. The reason that he resigned is because ESPN was going to bring attention to this matter and the reason that the Cowboys didn't send out any statement or whatever is because they wanted him to go away quietly. They didn't want to bring more attention to yep. him. Right. It wasn't because they were disappointed with him because they, oh, we got to get rid of him. Look at what he did. It was none of that. They only did it because they knew this story was coming out. And Rob, I mean, all of these accusations are, are ridiculous that this guy would do that. Um, But the upskirt, now the details of that, Rob, are that, the Cowboys, it was during the draft, right, Rob G? During the yes. draft, their team was in the war room, and mm-hmm. in there was Jerry Jones' daughter, and they they were broadcasting their war room on Facebook. Am I Was it Facebook? Yes, Facebook. And so for everybody to see, and allegedly this guy Rich Dalrymple still, Rob, was taking photos, upskirt photos. So he's getting getting his phone up under Jerry Jones's, you know, daughter's dress somehow, like you know, to see if he could get see an angle or whatever. Yeah, and right. taking pictures. I guess he wanted to go look at later. So that that should be easy to see. That should be. And Rob G, get in here if you want, but that shouldn't be difficult to find out. I would imagine they can get a copy of that stream or whatever. And I do think the Cowboys came out and said they couldn't find anything on it, right? Yeah, they, they said basically, yeah. well, his excuse but, was but he was using his phone for did. something else and that people might have assumed that he was taking an upskirt photo, oh, but he yeah. was not. Okay, yeah. I well, mean, I, I will just say that. How, do you really think, I mean, maybe he was. 
But this dude's stupid enough to do that on a live stream to the yes. owner's daughter? Yes. Chris, you, you say that, and I know what you're saying, which makes sense for somebody who's not warped or not demented or not like, like, like these are what you're talking about, what he's doing to get snap pictures if these are uh, these allegations are all true then he would be warped and it wouldn't matter who came in the room if just that it was a female and he was trying to get a, a look-see. You know, like, like, like you're, you're, what you're saying is for somebody logical, right? You would be like, I'm not going to mess around with the boss's daughter and do it in front of a crowd. No. Right, on TV, on right. a live stream, on Facebook. But you see people do crazy no, stuff all the time and you go – Every ounce of the place is covered by cameras. What are you doing? Right. And people do it. Right? No, that's people true. do it. So yeah. I, I'm Go just I, I'm just bothered by the, the whole idea. And shame on the Cowboys. Shame on Jerry Jones that you would keep a person, Chris, around that long after those kind of allegations. Something's wrong there. And and then, you know, to just have them, you know, quietly walk away. Because uh, they're doing journalism and they're digging, and they got if there's nothing there, stand up with them, Jerry. Stand up and say there's obviously something. Well, that's what I'm saying, Chris. Million, yeah. And and they and they made a payment. So if he was exonerated, there is no payment. We we didn't find any any truth to this. We're not paying a dime. Let me let me throw something else out. Logical, Rob. Can we do and it's sad that it has to come to this because you would think that a corporation and some do we 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 had a situation Rob at one of our places of employment where they did an internal investigation right and got rid of somebody who was very good at his job who's this where so at, at one of our I'm not going to say right, it on right, the air right 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 oh um, yeah big you know time. what I'm talking yep, about yep okay yep, yep, yep. and um, so there are companies that will do a real legitimate investigation. But I just think in the, in the world of sports now, we've seen enough. Can we do away with the internal investigations and yeah, have an objective outside team come in and do an investigation? And do a real right. thorough they, job. Right. And if there's nothing don't there, do, Chris, The Washington Commanders don't get to investigate themselves. Exactly. You know, the, the Dallas Cowboys don't get to investigate themselves. The Dallas Mavericks, remember, they had issues too, don't get to investigate themselves. And Chris, An objective outside investigation, they come in and do it. Period. I agree. I mean, that that's the only way you're going to get it. Whenever people are involved and you don't want the organization to look bad, and Chris, if more stuff comes out, that two point four million dollars settlement might be eight million or ten million. Oh yeah, absolutely. you know what I mean. Like if it's yep. worse, so you try to you know quiet I mean, it that's down. Bad, Rob. Like if he is was taking photos and videos of the Cowboys cheerleaders getting undressed and dressed. That to me, I would think that'd be worth way more than because they said each each cheerleader got about about three hundred well about four hundred thousand dollars each. Right. I no, think Chris, that would be worth way more than that. Like if that was my wife or if that was my daughter, and somebody's taking videos of them getting undressed, right. that's gonna be worth a lot more than four hundred thousand dollars. No, I get it, but I don't know how much of it that they had. You know, like there's a whole thing, a burden of proof. You don't want to, 
Would you take a settlement, Chris, of four hundred thousand, or go to court? No, I'm not and blaming have a, them. And, and have a chance of a jury not saying, "Well, it's inconclusive," and have one person on the jury say that they they can't go with the. You know what I mean? Like, no, you, I hear you. I'm just saying on the Cowboy side, though, they're looking at it like, "Oh yeah, we'll give them two million. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean? mean? And make yeah. it go away. And that, to them, that's not that big of a deal. That's chump the change thing, for the Rob, Cowboys. In the investigation, they took. Rich Dalrymple's uh, phone, his company paid the the phone that he got from the company. Right. But, and I don't know, maybe that was his only phone. But when they, the cheerleaders were like, well, get his, does he have personal phones? Get those. And they said, well, we asked him and he said, this is the only phone he had. I mean, maybe it was, but I'm just saying, can you dig, dig a little deeper? And if you're doing that, and again, you're right. Maybe the dude is perverted. He doesn't think logically. But you would think, Rob, if you're going to do that, would you do it on the company phone? No. Or would you do it on your private phone? You're right. But ask John Gruden who sent those emails on company email. Right. Right. Right? True. You you would say, use your own email. Why would you put that? uh, That's uh, ESPN.com. That's their email. They have access to that. Chris, right. we all have company emails, right? You put anything on there, they catch you with porn or anything, you're in trouble on, on, on a company email. Right. Can't do that. It's it's crazy, but I don't know if they could have gone back, Chris, subpoenaed his his phone and you know, and maybe tried to go on the cloud and see what pictures were up there. You know what I mean? Like when you take pictures, they're automatically sent up to a cloud. So depending on right. what kind of phone it was. I don't know what the investigation was, but there's a way of tracing. They do it all the time with people on computers when they kill people. I watch forensic files all the time. And they'll go in there, Chris, and you wiped out the uh, memory, right? And they can right. still go and retrieve it. And right. it'll be like, how to cover up a murder, how to poison something. You're like, you're, you're Googling it. Right. How to poison somebody and cover up the signs that they were right. poisoned. Right. And then right. Your, your spouse winds up poisoned. That's why, was it Hillary Clinton? Remember they destroyed all those computers or something like that? To get destroyed all those for emails and something like that? I, I might be getting it mixed up. But just, just that's why people absolutely destroy cell phones. Tom Brady and, and, and destroyed and his computers. cell phone, right? Tom they, Brady. Yeah, they don't just, oh, let me clear my history, right? It's like you destroy it so there's absolutely... But I, there still might be a way. Who knows? It would seem like it because that cloud is that cloud is dangerous, man. That cloud is like it's all who there. Who knows what's in the cloud? It's man. all there in the cloud, man. No doubt. And, and for those who might say, "Oh," and, and I don't think anybody out there is is saying that what he was doing was okay. But for those who might say some of this is, "Oh, it's it's boys being boys, locker room." Oh football. no, it ain't. No, that's, you that's... gotta you if you feel that way, you've got to. Think of the women in your life. Yep. You know, again, if it was a daughter. Why should they be subjected if it was a to wife, this, Chris? Absolutely. Like, my, my daughters and wife work. I'd, I'd hate to think they're going into an environment like this where they have to be subject to foolishness like that. Nobody deserves that. And so if that is a culture somewhere, it's got to change. It's just as simple as that. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
All right, Rob, a lot of, look, the, the Rams celebrated, and we talked about it. You made yes. some jokes. Met a few they jokes. celebrated their parade today, and they are getting roasted on social media because people are talking about how, you know, few people attended their parade. And, and, and let's, look, it's not like nobody's there. All right, no, no, there no. are a decent number of people there. But, you, you know, we've seen the estimate, Rob, in 2015, Chicago Cubs, 5 million fans. The 5 estimate. million people on the street. That streets. was an estimate. That was an estimate. The, the Lakers in 2010, the estimate was 2 million. Wow. So I don't know what yet the estimate of this is. It ain't um, in the millions, I'll tell you that. No, and kudos, props to Hollywood. You saw the Hollywood sign was changed to Ram's house. Yep. Yep, so they're getting some love. I don't want the players, and I would say this about anything team. I'm not like a Rams fan or anything. But the players should be celebrated. Rob, one thing I, I sometimes feel like in today's society is that we don't step back and take time to celebrate the champions. And I'm no, not I talking agree. about you being said a this fan. You know what I mean? What did right. you, say that, like, you said this about one of the baseball champions. Was that? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it seem like we're just on to the next one? Right. We got power rankings already for next season and free agency and you know who's going here, who's going there. Let's celebrate the champion and let them bask for a little while. That's all I'm saying. I mean, right? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I get it. And and Chris, you know, this day and age where everything is. In the old days, there would be just a little footage of it. You wouldn't see it to over. You've got social media. People are streaming Absolutely. it live. And they see the, the spaces and the wide shots of it, Chris. You're like, where are the people? Now, now I was down there in that area because it's right near USC, right. the Coliseum, right? So um, a lot of the students. Was it were, a lot of people down there? Was it a traffic jam? Did you, no, you know, did you notice anything like different? No, I mean, there was some traffic, but not not crazy where you couldn't get around. And some of the students asked me, you know, I was in the newsroom, Chris, and some of them were like, should I go over? Because they could walk there from campus, right? right? You could right. just walk there. And, they, and I was like, yeah, I think you should go. I said, parades don't happen every day. These are young kids in there. They're 19 and 20, Chris. Right. Right. So the last parade Look, in out L- there, said, the weather's terrific. Why? Yeah, and I'm you like, if you're, right you're in there. L.A., this is like right. an experience of happening. You should take part in it. Chris and I have covered uh, parades in New York, just ticker tape and millions of people on the street. And you're going awesome. down Broadway, Chris. It's, it's phenomenal. Am I right? Yep. It's phenomenal. I covered the Yankees World Series in 98. Wasn't it 98 when yeah. they won? Yep. Yep, they won yeah. in 92. Um, the Canyon of Heroes. And I had just gotten to New York. I just Chris, started working for the New York when Times. When that it paper awesome. starts coming down from the oh, you yeah. know buildings or whatever, it is incredible. So I, I, I think you should. But today's was disappointing. And not only that, we talked about the numbers of the Super Bowl, Chris. L.A. wasn't even in the top 10 of viewership for individual cities. That's incredible to me. Well, look, and and that's why I think even this parade, and now the Lakers are a different story because they're such an institution. Right. And the Dodgers, too. And the Dodgers, exactly. But some of this was just L.A. I mean, let's just keep it real. The Rams, and we we, we were talking, who were we talking with about this last week, Rob? The Rams, I, when I was a kid growing up in the Midwest, the Rams were the L.A. Rams. 
And I associated them with L. I actually liked them. I weren't my favorite team, but I did like them from afar. And I don't know why L.A. doesn't embrace the Rams. They embrace the Raiders more than the Rams. Why? This is a, Ra- this is a Raiders town, Chris. Right. They love why? the Raiders. I don't understand why. I'm sorry, Rob. I don't understand. I, I don't know why. Why wouldn't you like the Rams if you're in L.A.? I get it why you don't. the Chargers don't have much of a following. Okay, they you know they're in San Diego, all that. You got another team, but I don't get why you wouldn't be all up into the Rams. Yeah, I I I agree from this. T- I understand the Chargers. Right. I do I do understand the Chargers because they're not from here. They don't have a history. The Rams exactly. were originally from L.A. Uh, and even though they went to St. Louis, Chris, they're they're an L.A. team. Right, and, and so it is strange that people and the Raiders had a, their own history in Oakland. We talked about it before. Right. I think the of city the Raiders of Oakland as Oakland. If I if I think of them as Oakland, yeah, more o- than the, Oakland. I don't think of them as LA. Obviously, not yet Vegas. I mean, that'll right. come over time. But I think of them as the Oakland Raiders, right? And, and, and Chris, we got some numbers. So they're saying the LA Kings had three hundred thousand fans for their parade in two thousand. 14. Obviously, there's a pandemic. That's not so a not, huge amount. No, but but 300,000. 300, so based on the pictures, like, you know, when they try to look and compare, they think that the, that the Rams had less than 100,000. That That's how small it was uh, numbers-wise. So that's a small number for a city of this size. Still, it's a middle of the week. It doesn't matter. Parade is a parade when a team wins a championship. Um so that's strange. But I wonder, Chris, I do want to ask, is it the pandemic? Is it that they're new back to L.A.? And I'm talking about the Rams or whatever. Or is it that parades are passe? Do people still go to the Thanksgiving Day parade? Do fans still enjoy parades, being in crowds? Or have we been desensitized from them, Chris, or or because of the last two years? And, and what you know what I mean? Like, people don't want to take right. their masks down. Do you want to be in a big crowd like that? Does that keep people well, away? Well, L.A. is one of the more stringent, uh, stringent, yeah, places when it comes to I, I, I think that has a lot to do with it. Because, you if know, when you go really, to a restaurant, you got to have your, your, your papers, yeah, Chris. I'm right. going to a restaurant tonight. you got to have your papers. And, and look, I'm, I'm really not that – I just really have not been very concerned about COVID. I mean, I've done my due diligence. I've got vaccinated. what you're supposed to do, right. Right. I've been boosted, all that. I wear my mask when I need to. But I'm not. I'm really not afraid, concerned, thinking about it at all, really. Um, But my wife, on the other hand. You know, I've been all over the country in the last year, right? And I haven't gotten it, you know? And you haven't gotten it. You you haven't gotten it. No. no. Um, But my wife, on the other hand, she's not, like, paranoid to death where she's not doing anything. But she is more concerned about it than me. And she would not rob, like, if, if I wanted to go to the parade, she wouldn't go. She would I don't say, think but, she'd have put herself in that position. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's some people So who I do think go. there's a lot of people like that. So I, I think that, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I think that has something to do with it. I think the fact that the Rams aren't wildly popular has something to do with They're it. They're definitely the stepchild the in L.A. Yeah. Would, would you agree with that? Like, oh, yeah, no question. No question. But I do think the pandemic as well, Rob, ha- does have something to do with it. No How doubt. about a parade? Is a, par- is a parade, Chris, in general, passe or no, fans still want to be able to experience it with their team 
Because that's what I really would like to hear. Would if you could I, go? I'm surprised you're you asking go? that. Because I don't think it's. I don't even think it's close to passe. Okay. Because again, I think a lot of other cities prove that point. Right? They get millions. The Braves had Hundreds a big of one. Thousands. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I and I think smaller cities like Cleveland. I don't know what the numbers were. They said over a million, maybe one point two million. That's huge for a city Cle- that Cleveland. Chris, Greater Cleveland's like two million people. Right. A little over 2 million. So to get and they half the 1. people. 1.2. Wow. Yes, more than half the people or half the people in greater Cleveland attended the Cavs parade in 2016. So it's going to be different in smaller cities versus bigger cities, particularly bigger cities like in LA or Miami, you know, where there's so much other stuff to do, beaches and all that. But no, I don't think Rob that in any way so they're passe. Do you? Okay. I don't know I don't I don't know like the younger generation Chris, those were traditional things. Like, as we get older, there are kids who are 20 who have never been to a parade or whatever. I don't know that. Like the I've college- never been to, well, other than covering the Yankees. Well, covering a parade, right. I, I've always covered it, too. I've never, like, I never went to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Maybe as a kid, I don't remember. I can't say I never went. I'm, yeah, my I'm, parents I'm, might have taken me once yeah. or twice. I, I right. can't say that. Um but as an adult, I'm with you. I, I don't go to parades, and maybe because of the business and what we do. Do you know what I mean? So right, I think that's right. why I don't go. Uh, but I've been to – I went when the Pistons won the championship in 2004. Chris, it was incredible, downtown Detroit. In- oh, I incredible. bet it was nuts. Yeah. It was nuts, and the, and the parade route down Woodward Avenue was just an incredible spectacle right. to see, and people going crazy for that team. And, you know, the Red Wings have won Stanley Cups. I've been to parades for them. So I've been to a, a number of parades, but this one was disappointing. I, I was shocked at how small it was.